Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. I am really honored and excited about our guest today. Um, she's amazing. Um, so we have Marissa McCormick on the podcast today, and she has quite an amazing resume. Um, and I just, I honestly admire her. She is a registered dietitian with a master's degree in nutrition science and a passion for prenatal and postnatal nutrition. Um, she's also a full-time working mom of two, with a third baby on the way, which as a mother of one, I'm like, oh, wow. Um, and she shares um, prenatal and postpartum nutrition tips on her Instagram account at nutrition for moms. And we'll, we'll link her um, Instagram and all that later on in the show notes too. Um, but she offers low cost nutrition resources for expecting mothers and those who wanna take their nutrition to the next level. And we'll share her website and her Instagram and all of that. But um, I just really, Marissa really helped me in my pregnancy following her on social media and just seeing her as a mom of almost three and doing business and life and just really taking care of yourself. So Marissa, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. I'm so excited to, to be here and chat all things pregnancy and motherhood with you. So like you said, I'm a registered dietitian. Um, I have a passion for prenatal and postpartum nutrition. I'm a full-time working mom. So all my Instagram website stuff is sort of a little side hustle on the side here and there. Uh, it's becoming less and less, uh, I'm having less and less time for it as the, the years go on and my kids get older, but it's been a really creative outlet for me over the years. And I started it during my pregnancy with my son. So I have a daughter who's four and a half and that going, being a first time mom, as you know, it was really eye-opening. Like no one can prepare you. I mean, I had friends tell me this. I had moms telling me that I took a course at the hospital. Like I thought I knew what I was doing. I was like, yeah, millions of people do this. I've got this. Well, shock. Like it was a lot harder than I thought. Um, pregnancy was, thankfully I had a pretty good pregnancy, but you know, it's not always everyone's forte. It was a harder on my body than I expected. And breastfeeding was my hardest journey by far with my daughter. Like I just thought this is natural. This is how you do it. And it was really hard. I was really, those first couple of weeks were such a shock. My husband went back to work right away. Um, I didn't have a super long maternity leave. So it was just a culture shock for me. And then when I got pregnant with my son, uh, not too much longer afterward, my kids are 21 months apart. I was like, I need to help other women. Like I knew a little bit more about what I was doing. I just needed to help other pregnant people like navigate this space. So um, with my background in nutrition, I started there. I'm like, that's what I know, right? I know the science. I know prenatal nutrition recommendations. So that's what I started sharing. But along the journey, I also noticed people just wanted to relate. They wanted to relate on what was amazing about motherhood, but what also was hard. And they wanted someone that's realistic and relatable and not sugarcoating everything, but also helping people find the good moments in motherhood. So I kind of started to balance my nutrition with just all things motherhood. Um, and then, yeah, so th that was about three years ago almost that I started that website and blog. So it's been quite a journey. I've pivoted, I've learned, I've changed my name, I've all the things. So um, here we kind of are today, but uh, like, like you said, I'm pregnant again with our third baby, baby boy. And this, this is it. No more after this. Uh, I think that's even a hard decision deciding as a family, like how many kids you want, what's right, what's right for your lifestyle. Um, what's right for your mental health and what's right for your other two children that you have and your relationship and your marriage. So it's a big decision. 
Um, one that took us quite a while to figure out. So, so here we are. We're very blessed and excited now to be on this journey. Um, and I do look forward to sharing my journey with, with my followers too. The number one kind of advice that I share on whether it's my social media or my website is that you have to take care of yourself first and foremost, because you can only be as good of a mom, a spouse, a coworker, a friend, if you feel good, if you have energy to give. And so that's where nutrition really comes into play. And that's where I share just simple, realistic tips on how to just make your nutrition even a little bit better. I don't promote fad diets. I don't, it's not like restrictive. It's not going from, you know, you used to do this eating, you know, whatever you want all day long to, okay, now you're on this like strict plan. It's really just about first and foremost, how do we get more fruits and vegetables in? Mm -hmm. How do we look for more whole grain? Like what is even a whole grain? Um, you know, the benefits of dairy, if you can tolerate dairy, uh, getting in kind of all the different food groups, right. And really building that balance plate because the more macro and micronutrients, those vitamins and minerals we can get in, the better we're going to feel the more energy we're going to have. And we're going to be able to do better in motherhood and life and beyond. So I love that's that. sort of what I'm about. <laughs> I love that. So what would you say to the woman? So you said, you know, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're, you got a side hustle, you work full time. I think the number one thing that you probably hear that I've heard is time. People don't, they're like, I don't have time to think of what to eat or, or how to squeeze in, you know, a workout. Like I think time is a huge barrier because it is limited. It's limited, right? We only all have 24 hours in the day. So what would you say to the people who maybe are, you know, they have their Etsy shop and they're a mom and they are working full-time like, but man, I'm falling to the bottom of the totem pole. Like, what do you, what would you say to that person? Like, well, I just don't have time to focus on my nutrition or myself. Yeah. Great question. And people don't like to hear this answer, but <laughs> you, you make time for what's a priority in your life. And I get there's a hundred different, you know, priorities, but you know, you really have to sit down and say, what's the number one, two, and three priority. And for most people, it's their family and their health and their happiness. And you just got to find ways to prioritize that. And I think also recognizing you can't do everything. Like there are certainly things that I've had to give up. There's certain things that I've had to recognize. I just can't be a hundred percent at this. Right. Um, and going back to kind of my, my side business, my side hustle, the first year or two, I was all in, like I had, I, I could manage it more realistically, but I was doing stuff on nights and weekends, but I put in a lot of effort that first year. I can't do that anymore. I have changed kind of my mindset around it. I am not in this like massive grow my Instagram account mindset, grow, you know, make a ton of money on the side. Like that's not fulfilling to me anymore. And I can't do it. I don't have the time or energy. So for me, it's really been more about, okay, how do I focus first and foremost on making sure I take care of myself? I try and get at least a workout in four times a week. Um, I walk when I can, I play with my kids. I'm trying to stay active, take care of myself. I'm not perfect with my nutrition by any means, but I always try and think about how do I get, did I get enough fruits and vegetables in today? Did I drink enough water? Little things like it's not rocket science when it comes to really good nutrition. Um, unless of course you have a disease state or you're managing a condition or like you're trying to be a bodybuilder. Like, yeah, then there's a little bit more scientific methods behind it. But for the average everyday person, it's 
we all know what we have to do, to be honest, like, right. Like you have to kind of listen to what you already intuitively know. And most of us know fruits and vegetables are good for us. Too much of one thing is not great for us. And let's just kind of figure out the balance and listen to our bodies. So like I said, I kind of had to deprioritize my side hustle. That doesn't mean that I don't ever have time for it, but I've just really been like, okay, I only am on my phone certain times of the day. I'm not, I decided I could no longer work on that at night. Like it just wasn't filling me my cup anymore. Um, so I had to get strategic and I recycle a lot of content. I already did the heavy lifting that first couple of years. So I'm repurposing, I'm recycling. I'm also a lot more confident. I don't have to sit there and think about everything. I kind of just show up naturally, like who I am and I'm not trying to be perf- you know, perfecting all of it. So showing up just more as your genuine, authentic self, I think too, without having to be completely buttoned up, like not everything in your priority list is going to be like a hundred percent. And that took me like a little while to be like, I can't be a great mom, a great employee, a great business owner, like all these things and be a hundred percent at all of them. So what are the top things that I do want to give a hundred percent to? And what else is I, am I okay giving 50% to calling it good enough and moving on? Right. Hmm. I love that. And I'm like, a. I think anyone who's a high achiever listening to this, they're like, wait, like it's, it's nice to even hear someone like that, be like, give yourself the permission that like, sometimes done is better than perfect. Right. And like, I've, I've yep. had to learn that too in motherhood. Like it's okay if there's laundry baskets, because I don't know, is it a perfect priority if that's put away right away? No, but it is what it is because I, same thing. I'd rather work out. I'd rather, you know, create a healthy meal, something like that too. So it's nice to hear someone who's like further along in motherhood and stuff be like, just let it go. It's okay. Yes. Should um, be the number one rule. We're all taught the second we get pregnant, it's like nothing will ever be in your control again. And you're going to have to let things go. And I get super annoyed when my laundry piles up or my house is dirty, but I'm learning that the mess of motherhood is sometimes where like the perfection actually is like, this is it. This is like where we're living. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, it's like be where your feet are. It is what it is for for Mm -hmm. that moment. And they're only that small or you're only pregnant, even though it feels like forever. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. So this is the third time that you've been pregnant. This is, you know, not you, you, and you are, you know, you're nutritious. You have this amazing background. What would you say to those women that are listening to this, who maybe as far as you know, the journey of pregnancy is hard. It has its ups and downs, or maybe they're pregnant for a second time or a third time. And they're just comparing it to their first experience. Um, can you just talk really quick, like kind of like uh, about accepting like your body and how nutrition ties into that, just as you're changing as a female in these, you know, your body's never the same. Right. So kind of like that mindset around nutrition and also maybe body image a little bit. I know that they're not one in the same, but How have you navigated that with your pregnancy journeys? Yeah, that's a good question too. And also something I wish we were prepared for before all, you know, before you got pregnant or before kind of all this, these changes happened, because it can be a lot to take in during that time. Um, Every pregnancy is different. So, you know, with my first, I was like, oh, I'm 20 weeks along and I hardly look pregnant and I feel great. And this is amazing. And then um, third time around, I'm like, almost 15 weeks and seriously look like I'm like (laughs) more than halfway there. Like your body just adapts differently. Like things are happening a lot quicker. Um, and it can be hard, like, especially though that first trimester where you're like, you don't look pregnant, but you don't, 
you can't really like fit into your pants the same and but you're not ready for maternity clothes yet and it can be kind of just I don't know like a little bit like frustrating and then like things don't fit right or you just feel like not 100% yourself and your body is sort of not your own during this time but like you said it is short-lived it might feel like forever during the time but it does go by really quick I try to remind myself of that like this is this will be over soon. This is really quick. Like try and just appreciate how amazing your body is. You're growing another human being. Like try and look at like reframe when you look at yourself in the mirror, like this is amazing that my body can do this. Um, you know, and for me, I'm someone who has never been a super curvy person. So I'm like, Oh, like, this is kind of nice. Like my boobs are a little bigger. I got a little extra something on my butt. Like, yes. you know, trying to appreciate like, okay, like this is what it feels like to actually have like some boobs, you know? Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so trying to like appreciate where your body actually is, what it's doing for you and what it's doing for, for your baby. Yes. That's such a good mindset shift. Um, okay. I know that we are, you know, everyone's busy on here. So we are kind of going to wrap this up soonish, but I I'm wondering Marissa, if someone's listening to this and they're, you know, about to be pregnant, you know, they're, they're like me, maybe a first time mom, or they're trying to prioritize, you know, we talked about time and, and making time for that. What are like three kind of or two or three tangible things that you're like, if you could go back to, you know, tell yourself even as a first time mom or like someone's like, but I am trying to prioritize, like what are three tips or three things as far as self-care or nutrition goes or something like that, how you like advice you can give so that we can actually prioritize and fill our own cup as moms first. Like what, what are some that you would give? Yeah. So, you know, I kind of, the three, the three areas that I think are most important to focus on for your self-care and mental health are nutrition, physical activity, and then stress reduction or self-care, right? So when it comes to nutrition, like I said, it's not rocket science when it comes to pregnancy and postpartum, but there are some really unique needs. So I would first and foremost recommend taking a nutrition course for pregnancy or postpartum, whatever stage you're in, right? Whether that's talking to your healthcare provider and working one-on-one with a dietitian, if you want to go there, otherwise there are plenty of credible resources out there to learn from. So, you know, there's a lot of myths when it comes to nutrition about, can I eat deli meat? How much coffee can I have? Can I eat cheese? Like all these things. And it's like, educate yourself from a credible resource, hopefully a dietitian, And so you can feel more equipped and more knowledgeable and more empowered um, what, what you're putting your body. Take one less stress off yourself that way. So invest in some sort of course or education program when it comes to nutrition. You don't have to be perfect with it, like I said, but just knowing and having that knowledge, you'll feel more confident. And then same thing when it comes to physical activity, like unique, there's unique needs of pregnancy when it comes to exercise during pregnancy and postpartum. And, you know, normally those first, that first trimester, you can kind of, kind of get away with whatever you were doing, but as your belly grows, as your body changes, there are some unique situations when it comes to exercise you need to be aware of. So either join a, an online workout that has kind of prenatal, postnatal focus exercises. So you're not going to hurt yourself and you know what you're doing. 
stay active. It can be really hard to stay active when you get into your late second, third trimester, but I promise it'll help you feel better. It kind of is your time and it'll prepare you better for labor and delivery if you're physically fit. So again, invest kind of in that too, and make sure you're knowledgeable on those specific exercises. When it comes to self-care, especially if you already have a baby and you're pregnant again, it can be really easy to, to forget this part, but um, mindset and mental health is really important too. So whether that's monthly massages, whether that's five minutes of meditation for you at night, whether that's getting your nails done or calling up a friend, like figure out what is important for you and what fuels you, because you don't want to lose sight of that. It's really easy for us to lose sight of our identity as a mom, but you were someone before you became a mom. Now you're just both, right? You're still you and you're an amazing mom, but don't lose sight of who you were and who you want to be. And that make, that means making time for yourself too. Mm, I love that. Especially with self-care. It's like how you find self-care might not be the same as someone else listening to this. So I love that. Here's, here's the real last question, Marissa, how much coffee can we have while pregnant? (laughs) Oh, you're not going to like this answer because some newer research has just came, come out, but, um, Currently, today, 2021, the recommendations from ACOG, the American College of Gynecology and Obstetrics, um, is still to keep caffeine to less than 200 milligrams a day, which is roughly one to two cups of coffee, depending on how strong you make it. Uh, But like I said, there's been some more emerging evidence, not fully vetted out, not fully like adopted by organizations yet that suggest even less than that or none at all, unfortunately. So, <laughs> um, but like I said, it's a short lived time. Yes. What I have found, cause I still love that ritual of like a hot cup of coffee yes. in the morning is I will make my coffee out of my coffee maker as half calf. So I will use decaf and regular beans, make it half calf, still have my one or two cups a day, but it's not even the full strength caffeine. So pro tip for you there. That's a really mm-hmm. good tip. I know that one was the hard one. You're like, oh, but, but why the yeah. coffee? Why the, why coffee? the coffee? Yeah. Um, Okay. I love it. That, that is just so helpful, Marissa, because again, like this, the journey of motherhood is a wild one. Pregnancy is wild. And it's just nice to know that like, those are three so simple things. Like we can mm-hmm. all find time in our day to do that. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Marissa, where can people find you? Where, like, what's your um, yeah. website? What's your Instagram? Because you guys, Marissa's page makes it so simple. Like I followed her my entire pregnancy and I was like, oh, I can incorporate this with what I'm doing. Like, um, where can people find you, follow you, all of that? Yeah. So Instagram is my primarily primary social platform and I'm at nutrition for moms, the number four. And I'm glad to hear that because that is my goal is just to share really realistic, simple tips for um, newer expecting uh, mamas. And then I do have a website. It's just my name, Marissa McCormick.com. I have a ton of freebies on there, whether you're looking for a handout on foods to eat during pregnancy or whether you actually have a new baby and you're starting solid. So I have a lot of free resources on there as well. I do have um, two paid options. I have a paid pregnancy nutrition vault, which is a virtual vault of videos and resources from me all about prenatal and postpartum nutrition. Again, I keep these really low cost because I think everybody should have, have access to this information. And then for people that are looking for a little bit more structure or a meal planning template, I have um, what I call my N4M formula, and it's more of a guide, a template, a structured 
it's not necessarily a full on meal plan, but it gives people that structure to help build their plates and their meals. Um, and that's perfect for pregnancy, postpartum, or really any stage. It sets you up with the tools to create your own, your own meal plan. And again, that's kind of on my website too. So that's awesome. Um, and we'll link yeah. both of those so that people can go do that, but definitely give her a follow. I I'm going to follow for the baby feeding stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh gosh, feeding your child. My daughter's six months now. And it's like, Oh, she's getting ready. Yeah. We do now too. I mean, mostly it's the mess that's killing me right now. I'm like internally dying as she's like smearing it on her. Oh, face. it gets worse. <laughs> We're letting it happen. We're letting it happen. Yep. It's testing your patience, right? Yeah. Yes. It's new level, new devil with parenthood always for sure. Um, mm-hmm. All right, guys, go follow Marissa. We'll link her website. We'll link her Instagram. Go creep it. Send it to a mama who's on that same journey. And Marissa, thanks so much for just sharing all your insight today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.